Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. So maybe I'm being dramatic and I'm, this is, I don't know what kind of episode this is going to be, but I literally just sobbed for a good 30 minutes over Starbucks. And the reason being is you don't know, like you don't appreciate the things you can have when you can have them. And then when they're taken away, it's really dramatic. And I know it's like first world problems, but it was just like a reminder that I really don't know and I really have no control over everything that's going on and this is rough guys I and the okay I just want to like do a whole gestational episode because if you have ever had gestational diabetes then you know the struggle of wanting to be diet controlled because it's it's really hard for me to have any kind of health thing because I am like a natural aspiring mama. I specifically, I really considered a midwife. I really considered a home birth. Um, I can now see, you know, with everything that's happening, why God led me to say, you know, go to your hospital, you'll be fine. Um, not to say that if you have gestational, you can't have a home birth. I just wouldn't want to because I have it and the baby has to be tested. So, um, often after the baby's born, I wouldn't want to be at home and then have to go out to the hospital. So I'm, I'm glad that when I go to have our son, I'm going to go in there, have him, he'll get tested, I'll get tested, and then we'll... I'll go home and hopefully like the next time we go out will be after um, once we get his uh, like his two day old doctor's appointment. But this is literally one of the hardest things I've gone through. And I was literally crying over coffee because I felt like when I really wanted some coffee that wasn't black and I, I like black coffee. Um, but I don't drink it every day. Like I might drink black coffee like two times a week. And then I might drink like coffee with almond milk. And then I might drink coffee with creamer twice a week. Like my coffee um options are like kind of whatever I'm feeling that day. And all of a sudden it was like, wow, I can't even go make a cup of coffee and have creamer and be fine. I was, I mean, it's because I don't have creamer that's good for gestational. And it's because I haven't gotten to the doctors yet and gotten all my stuff. But I was just really upset. I was like, cause I was like five grams of carbs and I was like, how am I going to offset this? And then I sobbed. And then my husband looked at me and was like, pretty pitifully, like, I don't know how to help you. And I'm like, I don't know how to help me either. I feel so robbed. How many of you mamas 
feel robbed this year. If it is your kid's senior year and it's looking a little weird or your kid's going off to college for the first time, maybe your kid was going to go to preschool this year but isn't because of the circumstances, I feel robbed. Um, This is the first week of school for a lot of people. I hope that it was smoothly. I know the first couple days probably were hard, but I hope it got easier. Obviously, as you guys know, Mia's not school-aged. Well, she could, she's two. She could go to school. And honestly, I would send her um, to like a two-day two kind of school situation. But with corona and with a newborn coming in six weeks, um, six, six and a half weeks, um, I just don't feel comfortable with that. But I feel really robbed and really drained this year. Um I feel like it's been one hurdle after the other and it's been one thing after the other and there's no time to catch your breath this year and it's been really frustrating and I um, spoke with this really sweet diabetic nurse last week who reassured me a lot um, because um, it's a pretty... (laughs) It's a pretty hard thing to manage and so anyone who does have diabetes, I feel for you so much because this is your everyday life and this is my life for the next, you know, six or so weeks. And um, it's hard. (laughs) It's not an easy thing, especially when you have friends and family that can just kind of eat whatever they want. And it's not like I'm a terribly bad eater on the regular, like regularly. Um, but, and it, it is nice to see, I mean, the positives are seeing, like, really what is in everything that we eat, and it has made me more conscious about that, and I think I'll carry some of these good habits with me afterwards, but the number game is really tricky, and, um, The nurse told me something I thought was important for me to hear, and I think it's important for all of us to hear, is don't let this experience or don't let what you're walking through rob you of of the good that's going on. So, like, these are my final six weeks of being pregnant. I don't know if I will do this again (laughs) after this. I'm not sure. Um, I cannot confirm or deny. I don't know what God has planned for the future. Obviously, when you're at the end of your pregnancy and walking through something, it's not the best time to be like, do you want more kids? You know, because like, obviously, everyone's going to say no. Um, But um, this has been really hard for me. Um, This pregnancy specifically was a lot more challenging than my pregnancy with Mia. And I'm like, am I old? Okay, I'm 27. I'm not old. But it just feels a lot different. I had morning sickness really bad. I, my skin was all broken out from the hormones for a while. I, (laughs) I'm super uncomfortable. I think that's normal. Pee a lot. That's normal. And then having this GD is just a gestational diabetes. It's like, this pregnancy has not been as fun. And also I haven't, like, paid attention to it as much, 
because I have Mia and I'm working and it's busy and it's like a whole thing. You know how like people do their bump pictures? I have no bump pictures. Like today he's the size of a pea. Today he's the size of a stalk of celery or like whatever it is. I I have pictures of me pregnant, so that's good. But I haven't done the from the beginning to end. And I remember feeling really big early on, which is normal with your second. But I just am looking at this and going, God, what are you doing to me? And the reason why I'm saying, God, what are you doing to me? Is because I really do think that God is trying to do something to me. And what I mean by that is when I walk through difficult things and like when you walk through difficult things, I think there's a lesson in it. Um, there's a purpose in it. And God's trying to teach you something through it. So when I first went back to work with Mia, we all know that the lesson was you need a life change. You need to take control. You have control of your life. Do what makes you like pursue what you need to do for your family and um, trust that it's going to happen. When Ethan lost his job, it was trust me, I will provide for you and take care of all of your needs. So like, what is this lesson? And I feel like I keep getting punched with it, like keep getting hit with with these lessons. Like, it's not like we overcome one and we're done. It's like we overcome one, we have a day of celebration, and then I get hit with another. And um, I think that whenever you have a health thing, it's a little scary because it's really out of your control. With Ethan's um, job situation, it didn't feel, honestly, I mean, like, it felt it felt scary. Um, it, I did feel threatened. I did feel like, you know, my plans were threatened. Um, but I felt like we could figure it out no matter what. Like, there's always something to do. There's always a job there's always something you could be doing. Like that was my opinion on it. And not to say I would ever want to like walk through that kind of scenario again. Like it wasn't fun. But with this, there's only so much I can actually control with what's going on. Just like with schooling, you can set up your kid's work environment. You can organize their schedule. You can lay out their, um, meals and snacks so that during the day you're not having to stop to really prepare anything like if you just have their lunchbox set up like it's a normal school day then you don't have to like stop and prepare and things like that but aside from doing those little things there's not much about the school year you can control um you made your decisions on what you're doing with your kids and that's it So with all of this, I just feel like, I was saying I felt robbed at the start of this little talk. I felt, I feel robbed from the, the, the fun pregnancy experiences where, and I'm sure people who are sick the whole time or get diagnosed even earlier, where if you have a craving, you can have it. And with this pregnancy, I did, I have had more cravings than when I, than with Mia, (laughs) nothing weird. Um, and not all the time, but I've had cravings and now even if I am craving something, everything about food right now depresses me. Everything about food. Even if I make a good meal and it's good. And it's because it comes with this, like, anxiety attached to it. It comes with a, 
well, what if I eat this and it makes my numbers go up? And it does get harder the, the further you go into pregnancy. So it's not really fun when I had, for instance, this morning I had breakfast and um, got really bad numbers. And I've had the same breakfast last week and got fine numbers. So I was just trying to eat something easy and quick, but it's like not going to work. So like I just, it's frustrating. And then you feel like you're feeling your baby and you're feeling, you're feeling your body and you don't know like what you're doing and no one else, like literally no one else gets it. And also the thing that, um, upsets me the most is baby's kicking. He is hearing me talk is, uh, I feel like it's part of my peace has been robbed from me. When I go to sleep at night, I, for one, it's hard to sleep when you're in your third trimester and very, very huge. Um, but I feel like I specifically am anxious about what my number is going to be when I wake up in the morning. I feel like, um, I want to go to bed at like eight o'clock but if I do that, I'm going to have to wake up really early to do my fasting number. So when you have this thing, when you have GD, you are supposed to test at least, you know, I'll talk to the dietitian tomorrow. You're supposed to test an hour after every meal or two hours after every meal. My doctor said she thinks I'm going to be tested every hour. So I went ahead and I've just been doing that. Well, I've been doing it at one hour and at two hours just to see, like, where my numbers are and kind of just so I can, when I talk to the dietitian, be like, hey, this is what my numbers have been like. And we can really have a full conversation, which I'm really anxious for. Um, Both, like, I want to get things started. I think they're going to put me on nighttime insulin because my fasting numbers are just, like, hard but anyway so your fasting number is like the number you get when you first wake up in the morning so you're supposed to have a snack right before you go to bed and that's supposed to hopefully level you out carry you through the night and then your fasting number is supposed to be pretty low in the morning um it's the hardest number to control Uh, I have found that my morning and my um my morning and my Fasting numbers are the hardest for me to figure out. I one day had this really nasty snack and my fasting numbers were good. So I'm going to make myself have that snack again tonight and see if it works. Um, When I say nasty, it was like a tablespoon of peanut butter and beef jerky. Now, I didn't like dip my jerky in peanut butter because that's gross. But I did like eat just like a straight spoonful of like tablespoon of peanut butter and then ate this packet of jerky, and I was so nauseous. I was like, this is not tasty, but it worked for me. And um, I don't know what made me do that. I think I was desperate for a good number, and I was like, I'm just going to do mostly protein. Um, And it worked, so maybe I need to try more protein or something. But anyway, it is pretty exhausting and I felt like the experience of the end of pregnancy being fun 
is being robbed. And fall is my favorite season, and I'm really... I mean, this baby's coming in six weeks. I will still be able to get a pumpkin spice latte after he's born. I don't even like them. I like the pumpkin cold brews from Starbucks, actually, more than um, pumpkin spice latte. I just like cold coffee a little bit more. I'm Anyway, sidetrack. But, ugh, so many things my brain cannot think. Anyway, so with all of the things that are going on, as I've said before, I've taken control of my life in very weird ways. Part of it's nesting. You know, when you go into that mama bear mode, like I was organizing my cleaning caddy and I was like so excited about it. Ethan was like, you're a weirdo. <laughs> like, look at these cleaning products. I was super excited. Um, We don't have to talk about products. I know like there's like I don't know, controversy in the mom world of like, do you use all organic or do you use like not organic? But then there's a coronavirus. Is the organic killing it? Like all of these things. Anyway, so I have a myriad of products of both kinds and I do use both. I guess I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but here I am. But I've taken control by like buying blankets and sheets and organizing all of my outfits for when he comes home and not really organizing like specifically what he's going to wear, but I have all his clothes organized and washed already. Um, might wash them again and reorganize them again because for some reason that's like the thing I can control. Talked about this last week, I think. And so in this, I'm trying to find joy in the, the bumps that have come up in this. Um, for instance, Ethan starts work next week. Woo woo. Um, so finding joy in the fact that I can sit down and do my job without a toddler in my face right now, because next week might be different. You know, this whole time he's been off work, this whole time we've been quarantined or working from home has been challenging, but like also some of the best times. So I just urge you, if you can, to just find some peace. And I think God is really challenging me. Oops. (laughs) Challenging me this season. And I think if you sit down and look at your life and whatever you're facing, you probably can see the area God's challenging you in. Um, God is really... When I was saying I felt robbed, and I, I haven't actually been robbed of anything yet. Well, well, I mean, I have, like, all the fun foods, all of the not having to time your meals and run around and make sure you're eating enough and do all these things when you're already, like, running around doing a bunch of other things. But I feel like with my birth plan and experience, um, I'm going, as you guys know, natural unmedicated hospital birth with a doula. With GD, they like you to give birth by 38, 39 weeks. Um, sometimes they'll let you go over, sometimes they won't. It'll depend on if you're insulin dependent or not. And honestly, um, I feel like by the time they would determine that, I'm just going to go into labor naturally anyway. So God's like, trust me with your labor. Trust me with the birth of your baby. Trust me with your health. And I've never had a health thing before. I mean, I've had a cold. I've had bronchitis. I have never had something that literally affects you every single day and also affects the baby and so with this God has made me 
kind of like fall on my knees and he has basically said to me over this past year and some months, trust me with your family. Trust me with your provisions. Trust me with your body. Trust that I have the best intentions for you. And honestly, I'm mad that I'm walking through this, but I'm, I'm hopeful that I will be able to help other women when they get these, this diagnosis and stuff later. Because it is definitely like a blow. And as women, we have so much stock and body image and dieting and exercising and all of this stuff that's really unhealthy for me. So having something where you have to constantly look at how many carbs and everything you're eating scares me because I don't want it to trigger anything in me. And honestly, the only thing it's triggered is my need to buy blankets. So that's okay. Um, But this is definitely one of the hardest things that I've done. And there's been so many nights, at least once a day, I look after I take my blood, if it's not good or whatever, I cry and I say, I can't do this. And my husband's like, you're doing your best. Don't worry about it. And it's like, well, you're not the one who has to have a C-section or has to get induced. You're not the one that has to eat this way. You're walking around eating all the sweets and carbs you want all day long. And I'm not jealous of sweets and carbs. I'm jealous of meals that I just wish I could have. Um, and I'm jealous that you don't have to worry about these things like I do. So it's hard. And it's rough. I'm thankful that I do know two women who've who've had it. And I just don't know if I'm like more emotional or like what. But God is really putting me through the test this year. And I think it's um, part of it is building me up for the next steps of our lives. Because I have some pretty fun stuff I want to do. I don't want to like share it all at once. But I have some pretty fun, cool stuff I want to do with my kids, with friends and the community and online and um, it's going to take a big leap of faith. So he's like, look, you have to walk through all these trials. You have to, you know, come to me through and through in and out. You have to know me in and out. You have to go to my book, read my promises so that you're ready for this next level because this next level is going to be even harder. And I think that's what God's doing to me. Not really sure, but if I had to guess, (sighs) It's a journey. So whatever you're walking through, it has a purpose. Even when it doesn't seem like it, even when you're on your knees crying, hindsight is always twenty twenty, And unfortunately, you don't get hindsight till the problem is behind you. But it's Thursday. And if you have been doing virtual learning or hybrid or just full on back to school you almost survived the week and you deserve a high five because I imagine that it's challenging um but just remember that kids are resilient and they will adapt and um obviously safety is the number one concern for everyone And uh, I don't want to get into the debate of if kids should go to school or not, but as flu season approaches, it's not the worst thing in the world to have your kid at home 
instead of around a bunch of other sneezy kids. And, like, just think about kids, like, sneezing in their masks. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. But, so, yeah, this week I've been walking through everything. Um, I did finally meet with a dietitian. I do have appointments scheduled with um, other doctors, but they're so close to my due date. Okay, listen, I'm supposed to see this maternal fetal medicine doctor. But I'm not seeing them till September 29th. My due date's October 26th. And the way it looks, it's like they have nothing available in their appointment book like two weeks out. So I'm kind of relieved because it feels like even when they want, like if they want me to do anything or if they want a follow-up appointment, like I'm going to have this baby before before they do anything. But I also learned that um, I failed the glucose test barely. Five points. So, um, barely. Uh, so I feel a little bit annoyed. And it's like, you know what? My sugar is probably high because I was stressed trying not to throw that drink up. But we just deal with the cards that we're given. So it is still summer. Um it's still warm enough to beach, I believe. So if you have a chance this weekend, if you've been really stressed and you have been like cooped up in the house, this is just a reminder that you don't have to switch into full on fall mode yet. Just because like I have, like I'm, I'm already like, I don't want to go back to the beach. I want to do pumpkin patch. Um, it's nowhere near pumpkin patch time. Well, it's, it's September 10th, so it's getting there. But you can go ahead for the weekend. You can check to see if there's any hotels available or if you live. Like, even, like, a three-hour drive isn't too bad to do the beach for a day with your kids. Um, I know. Actually, a three-hour drive is pretty bad. I wouldn't do it with my two-year-old right now. But unless we left really early in the morning. But... Um, or go to a lake that's nearby, you can still go do some fun stuff. The zoo is open, the aquarium. I'm just going to encourage you guys who do have kids who are virtual learning, especially if you are working while they're learning, to go ahead and have some fun this weekend and do something outside of the house because you've probably been trapped in the house. And uh, I know, I hate being trapped in the house. Even if you just pack up lunch and let your kids go play at the park for like a couple hours while you sit and read a book or I don't know how old your kids are if you can even do that but do something like that and also there's a lot of fun fall stuff coming up I don't know what Halloween's gonna look like this year um I am probably gonna do a little tiny party with uh, one of my best friends and her kids. I, I didn't tell her this yet, but she'll say, she'll say, yeah. But I think so that our girls can at least dress up. Um, she is a new baby boy. Maybe he'll dress up. And if I give birth before Halloween, um, perhaps my, my baby boy will too. So, or I'll, I'll do like a pregnant costume just so that like our kids can still do Halloween stuff. Um, especially mine, because I'm due October 25th, guys. So even if he comes a week early, it's still a little too soon to do anything outdoors. 
with him, especially in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm trying to do all of my fall stuff in the very beginning of October. Um, pumpkin patch for sure. And I don't remember what else I wanted to do, but find some things to look forward to. Um, especially on the weekends or even like after school, this is just my advice. Uh, I know how monotonous days can feel because I remember, um, even just this week, even though it's a short week because, uh, we had a holiday on Monday and I was off work, just the waking up and doing life and going to bed. And then for me, it's like rolling around because I can't sleep and peeing all night. And then my toddler walks into the bedroom and she needs to be put back to bed. And life is feeling so um, monotonous. Like it's the same thing day in and day out every day. And I'm tired of it. So try to do something to break up the monotony and um, even to celebrate the first week of school. Um, if you're not like comfortable going out all the time, even get in your backyard. I am looking into buying a projector. And as the weather gets cooler and as the sun sets a little earlier, I really want to do movie nights in my backyard in the fall. I don't know when I'm going to have time with a newborn. Um, but just in general, like movie nights in the backyard sound like a really fun idea. I think my daughter will love it. And also it's, it's great if you want to watch a movie and you have little kids or, and they interrupt and they want to go play and they want to do things and they don't want to like, so for instance, in our living room, we have actually a good amount of toys for Mia, but downstairs is her play area with her Play-Doh and her sand and her tent and all of her toys. So sometimes if me and my husband want to sit down and watch a movie or something. We've been trying to watch Hamilton for over a month. Um, she wants to go downstairs and do it. And we have a TV in the basement, but we don't have like the couch upstairs is better. Anyway, but with movie night, your kids can like run around and play in the backyard and you can still watch the movie. Anyway, it's just some ideas um, of some things you can do. So to wrap it all up, don't let whatever is hard or challenging right now rob you of the good that's going on and of this time that might be limited. Um, In my state, our governor is pushing to get kids back into school. I know in other states, kids are already physically in school. I mean, this is like your chance to, if you are working from home, to work at home with your kids. I know it's hard. Um, Trust me, my husband and I will be doing it with our two-year-old next week. And it's not going to be easy, but it's only until I give birth. So it's not that long of a time span. But enjoy just the time as a family. And then if I could give any mama any advice is to find time for yourself I know it's really hard, but even if that is stepping outside your front door with your cup of coffee, getting your mail, and just looking at your neighborhood, or waking up early enough to do a devotional. I know a lot of mamas, um, they say like you get your you time when you wake up before your kids. And honestly, that's when I get my me time. I, I wake up at 545. Um, 
even during the weekends, I can't sleep in too late naturally. Like, I might sleep till 7, but I have to wake up and do some stuff because of gestational. Anyway, so I've been using that time when I'm not working to go grab coffee or to take a quick little walk around um, to hop in the bath at 5 o'clock in the morning. Find some time because work, I can imagine, is always stressful. And then having kids is stressful. And it's important to take care of your peace. And we, as mamas, a lot of times, that's the one thing we let go until we're at our breaking point. And my husband told me that yesterday. He was like, if you need to take a bath after work, take a bath. If you need to take a walk after work, take a walk. Because you do not take time for yourself till you're about to break. And it's not healthy. So those are my reminders for you guys. It has been a week, but it's almost Friday. We can do this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Christian Mom Uncensored. You can follow me on Instagram at Brittany Jane Stewart. Um, there you can like DM me. You can see like what we're doing. I haven't been posting as much this week. It's been busy and I've been crying, but I'm getting back into the swing of things. And, um, yeah, don't forget to follow on either Apple or Spotify. <laughs> yes, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So you're notified you're notified whenever there's a new episode. Um got some cool content coming up that I will share with you guys soon. And just be blessed. I know I sound tired, but I literally just woke up and um we got this. You're strong, you're brave, you're a mama. All right. Bye. Thank you.